0: Welcome to the Lopes Insider Podcast, presented by Commonwealth Insurance, the way insurance should be, giving you an exclusive look into Grand Canyon University athletics with news, special guests, memorable flashbacks, and more. It's the Lopes Insider
1: Podcast. On this episode, we're joined by a pair of standout international student-athletes in Siri Pachana of women's golf and Juan Colado of baseball. The duo talks about how they landed in Phoenix and the success they've experienced on the competition field as a Lope. Plus, we break down the latest news and more on episode 15 of the Lopes Insider Podcast.
0: Welcome back to the Lopes Insider Podcast. Alongside Paul Coro, I'm Barry Butel, and we are back for an exciting 15th episode. Yes, classes are underway. Student-athletes are back on campus. And teams are practicing. Let's head right in to news and notes. Well, Paul, I suppose our biggest news story that we alluded to in the open is simply the fact that most Lopes teams are now practicing.
2: Yeah, great to see in the basketball practice facility and often uh, the arena lately uh, as they try to split up into groups for good spacing that the teams are getting workouts, both men's and women's. And Molly Miller and Bryce Drew's crews are working hard and they're back at it after a brief break. Soccer and volleyball have been at it for a while, preparing for a potential spring season. Baseball, beach volleyball, softball, golf, swimming more. (laughs) They're all really starting to
0: ramp up as teams clear through the COVID protocols. It is fantastic to see some activity on campus. Certainly great to see all of that. What's the latest though on former GCU men's basketball head coach Paul Westfall?
2: Unfortunately, many saw his uh, brain cancer diagnosis last month, glioblastoma. He's been undergoing treatment on that front and just finished his 15th round of radiation his final treatment uh cindy westfall his wife shared that on the uh, facebook page that she monitors Mm. for coach westy and he's been uh getting visited by a number of friends and family on a daily basis really cool to see the people he knows uh in basketball and outside jim caviezel uh jesus christ himself from movie fame uh the actor had visited him so you can follow along that journey by seeing his uh facebook page but on a on a more left lifting note, uh, he was already in the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame last year. This year, he's going in the Arizona Sports Hall of Fame with uh, what really looks to be a great class that will be inducted uh, next April. Uh, but they, this week, that was announced that Westfall would join his long list of Hall of Fame distinctions.
0: That is definitely fantastic news. And lastly, GCU alum Tim Salmon's incredible. Major League Baseball career has been in the news lately.
2: Unfortunately, his Angels home run record was surpassed earlier this month, but it came at the hands of a pretty formidable MLB star. Another, they call him Kingfish 2.0 because it's Mike Trout. (laughs) Uh, But with that mark in the news, we've had a chance to hear Salmon's name and people reflecting on his career he uh voiced over a video on fox sports west to acknowledge trout doing that yeah, that was great uh, and th- the impressive part of that is he held that record for 20 years he had 299 home runs with the angels and at that time uh that trout broke at gcu was one of 11 colleges to have a former player hold the franchise home run record for a team. And it was a pretty incredible list and obviously lots of Hall of Famers uh, in that category.
0: Pretty incredible stuff right there. That's a wrap on news and notes. Keep up with your Lopes on Lopes.com or the GCU Lopes app. <music> Trivia time. Going to stay on the Tim Salmon theme for a moment longer. A two-parter. How many home runs did Tim Salmon hit? One? in
2: his gcu career and two in his mlb career if you're paying attention earlier we gave you half the answer yes Uh, but his gcu record is the one that's looking pretty safe
0: (laughs) you think we'll reveal that answer at the end
1: of the show but now let's hear from our guests a native of thailand siri pachana is one of the top women's golfers in the WAC. Already in her senior year, Siri started her career as the WAC's freshman of the year and ended her shortened junior season with the conference's leading stroke average. Barry Butel connected with Siri on the Lopes Insider Podcast.
0: Siri, thanks so much for joining us on the uh, Lopes Insider Podcast today, and uh, what a uh, fitting start. Because you're at the GCU Championship Golf Course as we, as we talk today. It must be a place mm-hmm. that you feel extremely comfortable being at, no doubt.
3: Right, yeah. This is like a, my second home. And I just came out here every day, especially this morning. It's such a beautiful morning. And thank you for having me.
0: No doubt about it. You know, I remember, I'm sure you don't, but, but uh, I believe it was your freshman year and we had a chance to talk on campus uh, for uh, GCU TV. Now, as I look, at your bio, I see senior, uh, how, how is it fly <laughs> for you? It seems like that was just, a, just a, a few days ago that we chatted when you were a freshman. How, is it, how, how do you sit today? And, and as you look back at your tenure at GCU, how has it gone for you?
3: Right, it's, just, it's like one moment I was a freshman and another blink, I'm like, I'm a senior, ready to graduate. It's, it's amazing how time flies so fast. Everything went by so fast and I'm just like, I'm just enjoying it, and I guess that makes it go by even faster.
0: No doubt about it. When you uh, first were introduced, I guess, to GCU, tell us a little bit. I, I'm just reading a little bit, you met Co- Coach Bowers, I believe, up in the Seattle area those years ago, and she was looking at a recruit, and you were playing with that recruit, and, and you got to know a little bit about GCU, and then you in your family paid a visit to, to the campus.
3: Mm -hmm. yeah so I was playing an AJGA um, event up in Seattle and coach Bauer was from um, Washington too so she was like following the another recruit which I'm playing with and then she started following her and then like looking at me for a little bit and then she um, contacted me after the tournament saying like okay like hey we're like interested in you like we'd love you to like pay a visit at GCU and I was like yeah like sure why not and it's like Arizona and at that time I was like it must be a really nice place to play golf like you can play all year round and stuff um once I came here like me and my dad just fell in love at the campus um despite the weather which we came in like um I believe we came in like July so Ouch. Ouch. it was at the peak <laughs> but we love the campus and I think it like it's the best fit for me of all so like I choose to come here and no regrets, to be honest.
0: That's fantastic. What 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 about the game and and what we're all experiencing right now and and having things shut down uh, competitively mm-hmm. for a while? What's it like for you personally? What's it like for the entire team?
3: So there's there's a good and bad. I guess I'll start with the good um, that. This year we have twelve girls and we have four freshmen, which is uh, which makes team really competitive. Um, every day we come out here because we still have a regular um, practice schedule. We keep pushing each other. Um, the coaches have us do like matches or competitions, and we have the upcoming tournaments for inner team. So those are really good things that uh, we can do because like even though we're like doing the tournament within the team we're still like doing our best um and it's getting really competitive which is really good for me and for the whole team um we push each other so hard and we do a lot of like um team stuff now we put a lot of practice in the hours that we're not traveling we're just like working so hard and I guess it's good because we have so much time now that we need to like we can improve ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, the bad is we're, like, craving for tournaments. We wanted to compete so bad. But it's just, you know, uh, we can't do much about that. We'll do our best with the time we have here.
0: Yeah, hopefully uh, come February, I guess, you know, the, the schedule yeah. will kick back in and and you can go to, to that whack tournament in, in Albuquerque, uh when it's all right. said and done. Last year, you ended the year with the uh, top scoring average in the WAC by over a shot, all five of your finishes in the uh, top 12 or better. How did you feel it, it went for you personally as you've progressed year after year?
3: It's getting a lot better and better, um, especially when my end goal is to play professional. I needed to put a lot of work in, and last year I did, and it paid off. Um, it's a bummer that we can't play WAC because we're – so looking forward to that, but I'll keep, for myself, I keep like working harder and harder every day so that when the competition comes, I'm ready for it. It's just amazing how like, how much I love this game and how much I put the work in. And it actually pays off for me and the team. Um, last year too, it's like, the team is in one of the best shapes ever, That we're all so excited to compete and we know we can go out there and win. And we did, because like the last tournament we played and we won in the home tournament, which is amazing.
0: Well, your hard work paid off, no doubt, because one of your dreams was realized, right? The 120th right. U.S. Women's Amateur. Reading about it, I mean, it it must have been crazy, right? Because all those qualifying tournaments were, were canceled, but you get a call, I believe it was like a week before the tournament, right? Maybe, right. maybe you could just tell me what you were feeling when you got that call and... And how you tried to kind of get your mind, you know, where it needed to be at that first T box and what that experience was like for you personally.
3: It's amazing because um, once I got that call, it's just, I couldn't believe it because it's like, you know, I've been dreaming to playing in the USM so many years. And my chance came and I was like, well, this is really amazing. I was like, I try not to believe it's true. But is it true? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> and so, you know, I've been putting a lot of work in the summer too. But the fact that it's USM, it kind of gives me um a different feeling when I got there. It's like the pressure that you n- never knew it's there. Yeah. Um, and that's something that I know that I need to work on more. You know, having a chance to play in such a big tournament like that gives me so much experience and it gives me so much to um to learn and know where exactly I need to improve myself, which is a great, great experience. And also like GCU, um, the athletic department, they helped me a lot. And they were like, yeah, like, you know, you're traveling and everything, but we're gonna make sure that you're good to go health wise. Like that got me into like testing and everything my coaches are helping me with everything they can do. And once I got there, I'm like, like so thankful to be there and everything there is just amazing experience.
0: It's amazing. You know, you can get your game to that, that utmost top level. And then, you know, reading right. what you said after the experience about the experience, teaching you that to be an athlete and keeping your spirit, a lot of things that helped me on the course will affect me in daily life, how, how you really mm-hmm. need to, you got to get locked in, you know, mentally into the game and, And all those things and and overcome you know minor setbacks and and just keep focused right I mean part of that is that that, you know playing as a as a novice I mean you can just you know your whole day gets shot after one missed shot and then to be a you know vying to be a professional I mean you got to be laser focused no doubt
3: right yeah and like the mindset that I have every day is just like I don't think I'm good yet, so I have a lot to improve, and that helps me a lot in everything, Um, my daily life, my school, uh, practice, workouts, every single thing. It's just, um, you know, you know that you have so much to improve that you can still push yourself more and more.
0: Well, before I let you go, one final thing, because back when we chatted when you were a freshman, you know, your story was about your dad a little bit, you know, and, and how he taught you the game of golf, basically, you know, from golf magazines or or YouTube videos, I think, you know, he he took the lessons out of those magazines and, and, and that experience of sharing that time with your father and, and how passionate he was about the game and, and working with you on the game that, that you've grown to love so much. Uh, How, how was that experience letting him know about, you know, the U.S. amateur and, and just how this, this, ten, this tenure has gone for him as well and, and your entire family being at GCU and, and sharing that experience with you.
3: Right. So as I, like, told you a few years back that my dad got me into golf and he always, like, always pushing me. Um, he himself is such a, like, great athlete. He's a great golfer, and that's why he believed that he can teach me and get me into the game, which he did. And it's just amazing because, like, I feel like my dad is, like, more excited than me that I got into the USM. <laughs> uh, it was such a, it was, like, for me, I feel like he feels like he's achieved what he wanted to do, which get me into golf. At first, he was just wanting, wanting me, to, like, to have something to do, you know, and now like, I love the game. I wanted to pursue my dream as a professional golfer. And he kept saying, he's just really proud of me and all of my heart working. Um, and it's just amazing too, because I spent two summer here in the States and I didn't go home and it was just, I was just practicing, like, you know, doing anything I can to get me um, to be a better golfer. Mm-hmm. And he, Always agree to that, even though like I don't get to see my family during the summer. But she understands that it's my job um, to do this and putting a lot of hard work in so that I can pursue my dream, which my family are really supportive about this, and I'm really thankful for them.
0: That is tremendous. I will uh, let you go. I know you've probably <laughs> been waiting to, to tee off there for quite a while. So thank you so much. It's, it's so wonderful to, to see your, your hard work pay off. It's such a great example for others, mm-hmm. whatever they choose to do, that you need to put the time in, you need to have some passion, and you just need to continue to grind and work at it. And Siri, it's going to be fantastic to, to see you guys back competing again and and all this COVID nonsense behind us all, and and it's going to be great to see you continue on in your professional ambition.
3: Thank you so much, Barry, for having me. appreciate it a lot.
1: The Call of the Week, presented by Copper State Credit Union. Committed to you. One of this week's guests, Juan Colado, had quite the performance in a Saturday matchup against Pacific this spring. He jump started a six run third inning for GCU with a home run. Colado, that one is high, that one's deep, and that one is gonna visit 35th Avenue over the netting. Bye bye. Juan Colado puts the Lopes up two to one. Back at it in the sixth inning, Colado gave GCU some breathing room by expanding the Lopes lead to four. That time, Colado skies that one. That is gonna get over the wall. Juan Colado, a two-run dinger over the left, or the right-field wall, and the Lopes are on top. Nine to five. GCU went on to double up Pacific 10 to five to claim the series victory. That was the Call of the Week, presented by Copper State Credit Union. Committed to you. Making the rare journey from El Salvador to college baseball in the United States, Juan Calado made an instant impact in his first year with GCU. Calado was one of the nation's top hitters with 29 hits in the shortened season, ranking in the top 10. Amid the first couple of weeks of fall practices, Juan joins Paul Coro on the Lopes Insider Podcast.
2: Juan Colado would be a great guest to have just to talk GCU baseball about how he was the Lopes leading hitter last season, about how he played well in the Coastal Plain League this summer, about how he's moved to infield during fall ball. But the most fascinating part about Colado is how and why he is at GCU. Juan previously shared his story with me for a feature on GCUlopes.com. You can get the full background there, but we should start by telling you that we believe Juan is the first born and raised El Salvadoran to play Division I baseball on an athletic scholarship. That's an amazing accomplishment, Juan. What does that mean to you and to the people back home?
4: Thank you, Paul, uh, first of all. Uh, well, it's a pretty big deal for everybody back home. Like, my parents are extremely happy. Uh, my, probably my whole family is so happy. Like, I don't know how to describe it, but like, all my friends are texting me all the time, uh, like asking, how am I doing? How are things going here? And it puts a lot of like responsibility
2: on my shoulders because I'm representing a whole country, you know,
4: but uh, I'm just trying to do my best and enjoy
2: it while it lasts. You deserve so much credit for seeing this through, but this was all started with your dad wanting you to have an American college education. Why did he see baseball as a means to do that?
4: Well, he played baseball when he was young, so he liked baseball a lot. He was a big Dodgers fan. He wanted me and my brother to play baseball, even though we wanted to go to soccer. I started getting better in baseball. I started making friends, so I just stayed there, and I'm glad I did. So just happy.
2: <laughs> well, your talent stood out there, and you got into the, the national team program. What was it like for you to, to rise to the level where you are playing in uh, championships for the Central American Games and the Little League World Series and big stadiums in front of big crowds as a 15 year 12 year old and that sort of thing.
4: Yeah. It's crazy. You know, like you're used to having no one in the crowd and out of nowhere, you're in this big tournament where the stadium is completely packed. And like the people is yelling at you and it was great. Like all those things helped me to prepare to be able to play at this level. I think like, I feel like
2: it's pretty good when you're playing in Dennis Martinez stadium and Dennis Martinez comes up to you after the game to, Shake your hand and tell you you played well.
4: <laughs> I know. Yeah, I was in the locker room getting dressed and uh, one of my teammates goes, hey, Dennis Martinez wants to talk to you. And I'm like, no, you're kidding. And I'm like, he was like, oh, no, I'm serious. Like, he's right there right now. So I went out and uh, like, I still remember it, like so vividly in my mind. He was there. He was wearing like a long sleeve shirt and everything. He shook my hand. He congrat He said, congratulations. Because I played well on defense and I had like a couple hits. Funny thing is that we have a picture together when I was a baby. And now, like 20 years later, we met again. So that's crazy. It's one of my highlights in my baseball career,
2: pro. Great MLB pitcher. A lot of people remember for the expos for a lot of his career. But so then fast forward to uh, how Phoenix comes into play. Uh, you have an uncle who lives here, you had visited him. Uh, when you were about 16 for Christmas time and had a chance meeting with Daniel Padilla, who's an assistant coach at South Mountain Community College. And then once you were finishing high school, you weren't getting recruited and reached out back to Padilla and decided to move in with your uncle and try to walk onto the team. What what made you feel like you could take that leap? Ah. Uh. You know, it was either that
4: or staying back home doing what everybody else does. So I was like, you know, I'm young. I can make mistakes right now. And if it doesn't work, like I'll go back home and no big deal. So I was glad that my uncle was able to give me that opportunity. And Padilla, he he received me with open arms still two years later. And I'm glad I tried out and made the team.
2: And then you had a great freshman year, uh, your runner up for MVP on the team, uh, you Seen GCU a little bit, uh, going to basketball games, uh, with your uncle, cause he lived right down Camelback road from GCU. Uh, and so then when it came time to make your college list, GCU was at the top and, uh, assistant coach Greg Wallace reached out and was sold on you right away. And it led to a commitment. Then, uh, first game of your sophomore year, you break your arm. And yeah. what, what was it like to tell the GCU coaches that, and what was their response?
4: You know, I was very, very happy when I got the offer from the GCU coaches, like me and my uncle went to have dinner and we were, we were calling everybody. We couldn't believe it. But uh, when I broke my arm, it was the first home game of the season. I broke my arm. I was in the hospital with my uncle and the doctor, well, the nurse said, you either get surgery right now or in a week from now. And I was like, oh my God, like (laughs) I was just shocked, you know? And uh, my uncle told me, "Well, you need to call your coaches at GCU." So I did, and I was nervous. You know, like I didn't know what was going to happen. But Coach Stankovic, he was great. He was great. He just told me, "Get better. We'll be here for you, and don't worry about anything else but getting better." So that meant a lot for me.
2: Did you tell me you're trying to steal a base down six? I did. <laughs> I did. He wasn't happy about it. <laughs> was that the last time you did that? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so not only are you thriving uh, here at GCU in baseball, but you're a rare breed as an engineering major. Uh, not too many student-athletes take that on. What What made you decide to enter that field?
4: Uh, in El Salvador, getting a degree from, from the United States is a big deal. So I was like, why not make it a bigger deal, you know? And I like... I like numbers a lot. I like equations. So I feel like it was the right fit for me because I would rather solve math problems than read a thousand page book about uh, U.S. history, for example. So I don't know. It was it's hard. It's hard. Like it's very time consuming, but I like it. And you've
2: done well in it and you have great help here. You want to give a shout out. You just told me you just came from a session. Yeah. yeah. Who's been helping you (laughs) through this?
4: Carly. Shout out to Carly Levin (laughs) I was just there. Yeah, she's great. She's great. Her and Jason Frank, they're always there helping me. Bianca Georgie, too. She was a senior student. She just graduated. Congrats. And uh, they're great. Like, without them, I wouldn't be able to do it.
2: This which, which dream is making your father happier? That you're on the track for an engineering degree or that you're on the track for great things at baseball?
4: You know, Paul, he won't admit it, but... <laughs> he says it's the engineering degree but i know it's the baseball <laughs> part i know it is
2: <laughs> yeah we know uh your dad part of what introduced him to his love for baseball was they moved out of el salvador during the civil war right at the time of where fernando valenzuela came to fame and kind of galvanized the latino community about baseball so he held on to it ever since then
4: oh yeah he was rocking even his fernando's <laughs> look you know her look everything he loved him so uh I'm glad he put me on baseball.
2: <laughs> what uh, outside of baseball? What has the uh, GCU college experience been like for you? Just to uh, study and live on campus here in Phoenix.
4: Oh, it's great. This is such a such a beautiful campus. I love every part about it. And times are different right now because of the virus. But when everything settles down, it's even better. You know, I have friends that I hang out with. I can go play whatever I want, sand, volleyball, you know, uh, basketball, whatever. Even I can go rock climbing to the CAC. So it's just great. And uh, I wake up happy every day just to be here.
2: And we're Right now we're sitting up top here overlooking GCU ballpark, beautiful field, palm trees out there, and all your, your best friends are down there in purple. I, I know you're incredibly close to these guys. What, what does it your teammates mean to you and what the coaches, how they've taken you in?
4: They're all great. The, Probably the happiest part of my day is being at the clubhouse right before practice. We're just hanging out, playing cards, listening to music. And the chemistry that exists in this team with the old guys, the new guys, it's great. We're still, we've been practicing for what, a month maybe? And there's no one that I don't enjoy being with. So that just makes it
2: better. By being here, how have your baseball dreams sort of changed about what you think you can Achieve after leading the team in hitting last year and now going into your senior year, moving to middle infield. I'm trying to keep things simple, you know, not
4: trying to overthink too much. I'm just trying to honestly win the championship with the boys. You know, I'm trying to win the WAC, win the regional win. I don't know what's next, but I just want to keep winning with them. So whatever I can do to help the team, I'll do it.
2: Well, there's much more to Juan's story and the way he impresses people around here and inspires people back in El Salvador. We encourage you to read more about him on gculopes.com. And Juan, thank you for sharing your story with Lope Nation. Thank you, Paul. My pleasure.
0: Thanks to Siri and Juan for joining us. A couple of international student-athletes starring for the Lopes in Phoenix. Time to answer our earlier trivia question we asked, How many home runs did Tim Salmon hit? One in his GCU career and two in his Major League career. 51 for the Lopes,
2: 299 for the Angels. A little robbery here. The most home runs hit by a player to never be named to an MLB All-Star game. What a snub. Unbelievable. Yeah, right? Uh, It's great to see Tim around the GCU campus all the time. Uh, You know, he's Throughout first pitches at the ballpark opening, he's got his name on the clubhouse. Uh, he comes to game basketball games and sits courtside at GCU Arena. He's a great uh, ambassador for not just the athletic program but the university. And perhaps the most notable accomplishment of his career, he appeared on the first ever episode of the Lopes Insider Podcast. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm sure he holds that in just as high regard as all those other accolades.
2: It's on his LinkedIn profile.
0: (laughs) Really? That's got to be legit then. We're nearly at the end, but not before we check out the content uh, upcoming on gculopes.com, Paul.
2: Well, hopefully, if you're not tired of hearing about GCU baseball and Juan (laughs) Colado. Never. You want to dig deeper into his life from the interview we heard earlier. You can hear the thoughts from uh, his father. And GCU coach Andy Stankiewicz and a feature story that I wrote on gculopes.com. Uh, he's just, just to echo everything you heard earlier, he's an amazing kid. And the backstory of his life uh, to get to where he is and what he appreciates at GCU is really, uh, really uplifting. And uh, one of the many things postponed due to COVID-19 was the Olympic Games. And I was able to talk with a pair of swimmers uh, hmm. who had a wrench thrown in their plans. They would have been in Tokyo uh, this summer, and now we'll have to change plans or forego them.
0: All right, we'll look for that upcoming on gculopes.com, but that'll do it for episode number 15. Thanks for listening and supporting. Take care, Lope Nation. Thanks for listening to the Lopes Insider Podcast, presented by Commonwealth Insurance, the way insurance should be. Stay tuned for upcoming episodes on your favorite podcast listening platform and at gclopes.com/slash podcast. Lopes up.